Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 20th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. This episode today is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. Thanks for listening today. Here's what we got on tap for you. A World Series Game 1 preview. Game 1 is tonight. I believe it's at 7.08 Central Time. Tampa Bay Rays, Los Angeles Dodgers, the 2-1 seeds, 7-11, excuse me, 7-11. The 2-1 seeds in this year's postseason, facing off the American League champions and the National League champions for the Fall Classic. It's Tyler Glass now, the huge 6-8 fire-breathing righty against the legendary future Hall of Famer first ballot, Clayton Kershaw, who we know has struggled in the postseason in his career a little bit. That's a good matchup tonight. Should be a lot of fun. We're going to preview that one. Also look at another free agent target for the Twins. I, I'm putting my thinking cap on. I told my buddies last night because they're, you know, one of my buddies said, hey, I'm 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 done sulking about the 2020 Twins. I'm ready for the future. What What does the future hold? I think we're getting to that point where Twins fans are ready to look and say, What's next? You know, I've been sitting in, in the playoff loss for a long time now, for weeks, for what feels like months. But, you know, since they've lost, it's been hard. I'm still processing what exactly happened in that series against the Astros. But now I'm putting my thinking cap on. I'm starting to brainstorm creative ways that the Twins can get better. And and here's why that's relevant. Last year, I'm not going to say I was the first one to think of it. I'm, I'm not going to say that, you know, I was the guy who came up with the idea. I certainly wasn't. But the Twins had a unique opportunity last offseason that I pointed out on this show and on Twitter and in, in my articles to get better, to get creative by moving Miguel Sano to first base and signing Josh Donaldson. The first year of that deal doesn't look pretty. I mean, it doesn't make the whole contract look good if Donaldson's not going to be able to stay on the field. But I'd much rather have him than not have him for 2021 and beyond. So I'm really excited about the future for him. But that was an example of an opportunity where the Twins could get better creatively, where you move Miguel Sano across, you you make room, you move pieces, you go get a big free agent that's out there that you can potentially get on a discounted deal because Donaldson and has had those calf issues and and they did get him on a somewhat discounted deal for the type of player that he is to just put it into perspective and maybe we'll do a stat of the day coming up but since 1920 that's the live ball era players with 750 games at third at least 750 games started at third base a baseball reference war calculated above 40 which is pretty high and a career ops above or at 870 which is also very high here are the third basemen there are six of them alex rodriguez Harmon Killebrew, Hall of Famer, Twins Hall of Famer. Mike Schmidt, Hall of Famer, arguably the best third baseman ever. Eddie Matthews, legendary Hall of Famer. Chipper Jones, Hall of Famer. And the sixth on the list is Josh Donaldson, your Minnesota Twins third baseman. So, you know, yeah, you look back and you say that contract looks, right now, looks like it's going to be an albatross because he has trouble staying healthy, but... Again, I'd much rather have him than not have him. Anyway, that was a unique opportunity last offseason for the Twins to get better. I advocated for it heavily. I really, really wanted them to do that, not only because I love Josh Donaldson and the player and person that he is, but also because it, it made the Twins better, and they are better in 2021 for it. So what's a, a move this offseason that they can do that can make them a better team? I think the one position, and I've, I've thought about it a lot, I've said it a lot, the one position that you really have to think about is shortstop for the 2021 season. And it's so hard to gauge, and there's so much to dive into because Jorge Polanco just had his second ankle surgery in as many years. Had a brutal year, 
but it would make the Twins really, really good. I'm not saying this is the right solution. I'm just saying this is something to investigate. And again, I'm not the first person to say this either, to move Jorge Polanco to the utility role that Ira Adrianza slash Marwin Gonzalez held last year. Jorge Polanco as a utility infielder can play third, can play short, can play second. Incredibly valuable switch hitter. He started in the All-Star game two years ago. If you could sign a shortstop, and, and we talked about Marcus Semien a few weeks ago as an opportunity, and we're going to talk about another guy today. You could sign a shortstop and push Polanco to that utility role. That makes your team so much deeper. Polanco switch hitter, just very – I can't stress enough. He's a good starting shortstop. He's a good good starting shortstop for his entire career. In 2019, he was an excellent starting shortstop. But if you moved him to utility role and, and gave him an opportunity in that spot to really thrive and take some of that pressure off of him and then signed a legitimate either glove first or – bat first shortstop not saying Polanco isn't legitimate and I'm not saying this is the right solution I think Polanco absolutely deserves a starting spot in 2020 this is just a unique opportunity here with some of these free agents to go after one and kind of do a timeshare type thing and and that brings me to this guy and when I say glove first there's no one better it's Andrelton Simmons he's a free agent since 2016 he's Defensive wars, F4 is 84.5, which is insane. That's second in baseball to only Yasmani Grandal. He saved 93 runs at shortstop. He's a game changer in the field. And Dralton Simmons is the best defensive shortstop in baseball. You pair him up with Josh Donaldson on the left side, and, and good luck to hitters trying to get hits on that side. I mean, it's just going to be a gauntlet over there. The thing with Andrelton Simmons is is his bat, and you know that's always been the thing for him. But he does have a career 36.6 B-WAR because he is so good defensively. He's only going to be 31 here coming up, going to or he just turned 31, excuse me, in September. Since 2017, he's not a bad hitter. He's hitting 281 on base, 329, just really low slugging percentage at 401 for a 730 OPS, OPS plus 98. I mean, that's valuable in a utility role, and certainly with his defense, him and Polanco can kind of switch off. Polanco can start against righties, and Dralton can start against lefties as a right-handed hitter. Having that type of defensive stalwart at shortstop would be a really nice luxury for the Twins, and I also think this is a unique offseason for Andrelton. He only just played 30 games. He opted out at the end of the year before his free agency and wasn't great at the plate. You know, 346 on base percentage, he was solid. He walked eight times, only struck out 16 times elite contact hitter whiff rate is very low he's going to put the ball in play that's the thing like elite defender decent hitter he's a valuable player because of how good he is defensively he's the best in the world defensively at shortstop so I don't mind this at all and he signed a seven-year 58 million dollar deal with Los Angeles that signed him through 2020 I don't know if they're going to go after him to re-sign it also makes you think, and we'll talk about it after this word from Rock Auto, about Royce Lewis because if you sign a Dalton to a two, three-year deal, where does Royce Lewis fit? And we'll talk about that after the break. Also going to preview game one of the World Series after this word from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts of your car will ever need. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Again, go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Thank you, RockAuto, for sponsoring this show. And that's the difficult part of this entire thought process. And the biggest question is, where does the Twins' top prospect, Royce Lewis, fit in in 2021? Most likely, we'll talk about him in the upcoming weeks and days as well. Most likely, he'll be up at some point in 2021. You'd hope so. You don't know how he's really developing over in St. Paul. Reports have been, you know, varying. and They haven't been super impressed with him. I know there was one article at MLB.com that said he, he had stood out. And then, you know, Gleeman and, and John had talked about maybe he hadn't stood out. He's still young. You know, Royce Lewis is, is I think he's a year older than me. So he's, he's very young. Drafted out of high school, we know he was the first pick. We know he's the Twins' top prospect. I agree they shouldn't rush him along. And I think the Twins are also, he's only 21, he'll be 22 next June. But I think the Twins are also really cognizant of not bringing guys up when they won't play every day. And I think that's why they didn't bring up Alex Kirloff earlier on because they'd rather have him get reps in St. Paul and then bring him up and have him just sit on the bench every day. That changes a lot with if there's a minor league season. I mean, a lot of factors are going into this and if to, into the development of these guys. But you hope by 2022, Royce Lewis has established himself as a starting player somewhere on this roster. And Byron Buxton, you have two years left in center field. I know there's been some speculation that Royce could play center field. Maybe he could fill in that utility role. And my dad picked him in his uh, spreadsheet chart last night to fill in that utility role. I don't know if he'll be ready right away on opening day. That's unlikely. But that's the question here of, of when you sign, uh, if you sign a free agent shortstop, and they will, absolutely. The only shortstop on the 40-man right now is Jorge Polanco. So I, they will sh- sign a shortstop, someone who can back up Jorge Polanco or turn someone into a shortstop or bring up Ray Lewis and, and have him be the backup shortstop or the primary starter. They will sign a shortstop. I would put it at 95%. So why not go after some of the top names like Marcus Semien? It's a little more complicated with Semien. He'll get a multi-year deal. But Andrelton, I don't know what he's going to get. Simmons, he might get a one, two, three-year deal, might sign a pillow contract. This is a unique opportunity for the Twins to get a shortstop on a pillow contract. Another intriguing name that we'll talk about is Javier Baez. He's going to make $11 million in arbitration. They could trade for one year of him, and he could go back. And if he wanted to re-sign with the, the Cubs after that, he could. He had a terrible year, so um, you know maybe less exciting from Baez, but another glove first guy who can break when he's on and Dalton Simmons is an interesting possibility for the twins and if you're really one of those people and we pounded the drum last offseason another factor is that Jorge Polanco got a lot better defensively but if you're one of those people that thinks that the twins need a better defensive shortstop look no further than Andrelton Simmons and I don't know if Simmons would be up for a timeshare with Polanco or kind of a platoon role with Polanco he's a, a guy with career accolades and and will be probably a borderline hall of famer by the time he retires because of how good he is at shortstop but the bat just hasn't been there completely and and, you know these days when you're a shortstop you got to hit look at Corey Seager Carlos Correa Francisco Lindor a lot of superstar shortstops that can hit now it's not just about the glove it's very important and Jordan Simmons is the best in the world at it but I'm just saying I don't know if he's going to get a super long lucrative deal, especially when next offseason Correa and Seager and Lindor are going to hit the market and Javier Baez. I mean, next year's shortstop class is is flourishing 
with big names. And that also gives the Twins an opportunity if they want to put Royce Lewis in center field after Buxton leaves, or if he doesn't leave, then he probably is going to be your shortstop, Lewis. But they could go out and sign Correa next offseason. I don't know if I'd be hip on that. Or go out and sign Javier Baez or go out and sign Francisco Lindor. They have that unique opportunity as well. Shortstop position right now is in flux for the Twins. You hope Jorge Polanco can be your long-term piece just because of how versatile he was and how good he was in 2019 starting the all-star game for the american league after a torrent first half but again these days the bar is higher the twins need a better utility option and polanco would be an, an exceptional utility option but would you be taking away from the production that he could give you with a healthy ankle that's the question that they're gonna have to investigate and think about here Let's talk about the World Series game one tonight. I mentioned Glass now against Kershaw. Dodgers big favorites in this series, two to one favorites basically, or one to two favorites, I think is how you would say it, um, against the Tampa Bay Rays. I continue to write the Rays off and say that their offense isn't there, that they're not going to get it done, that these teams are better, but the Rays continue to prove me wrong. And one guy that continues to shock the world and is the number one X factor for this entire series, the guy who could blow it up, the guy who's blown up three series, all three series that the Rays have been in, is Randy Rosarena. We talked about him yesterday. He's been absolutely exceptional this year in the postseason. OPSs in all three series, 1,556 in the wild card round. 1,371 in the division series, 1,152 in the championship series. He is unbelievably good this year. Randy Rosarina in October, he's the one guy to watch in this series on the Tampa side. On the Dodgers side, plenty of big names we know. I think the biggest X factor is the guy who is raking. Again, the guys that are hot are the guys to watch. Corey Seager for sure has had himself an amazing postseason AL championship series MVP. He had... Uh, a monstrous series hit five home runs he's got six in the playoffs he doubled twice in that series he hit 310 with a 1230 ops that matchup seager glass now will be a good one for glass now it's just throwing strikes consistently he's got some of the best stuff in the game throws 100 uh curveball is disgusting spins like crazy uh it's just the walks with him sometimes he walks too many guys walk three and a half batters per nine this year gave up a lot of homers too amazing stuff just not always there and not always in the zone and when it is sometimes he'll miss over the heart of the plate but tire glass now stuff purely is outstanding had a 408 era this year wasn't great for the rays but last year was outstanding and and is a key part of their future the 26 year old he's special 68 i mentioned and of course clayton kershaw looking for redemption not only in the world series but in the postseason clayton kershaw looking for his first ring the dodgers looking for their first ring since 1988 the twins have won a world series more recently than los angeles dodgers even though the twins are 0 18 in their last 18 playoff games enjoy the game tonight kershaw glass now will be fun my prediction for this series actually i'll just start with the game tonight we'll go game by game i guess i'll give my series prediction i'll say you tampa bay rays in seven they outlast them with that bullpen thanks again for listening have a great day go twins we'll be back tomorrow